welcome to the second episode of Young and Upward podcast. At this podcast, we investigate new topics to level up your game and develop a growth mindset. Each week, we discuss finance, business, and what is going on in the overall entrepreneurship world. Our subject matter ranges from enhancing productivity to the art of side hustles and many more. I'm your host, Muhammad. This week, I'm going to discuss about the further steps of healthy personal finance. In the last episode, I mentioned some important steps on how to start managing your money. If you had missed it, I would strongly recommend to go back and listen because this episode is further steps to what I have already discussed. So just to recap what I discussed last week. So some of the first step to managing a healthy personal finance is to have an emergency fund. I suggested how much you should keep. I suggested how or where you should keep your emergency fund. I discussed about employer match retirement funds. I discussed about paying down high interest debt and what are those types of high interest debt that you need to tackle. So basically in this episode, I will add on to this previous steps on how to manage a healthy finance. Let's get started so the next step guess what i'm sure this is common among every one of us we are all worried about our future and the sole reason is for the purpose of retirement at some point in our career we know that we have to retire we wouldn't have that energy that we have today so it is best to make sure that we can retire early and with sufficient money to live a good life So at this point in your career, you should aim to save and invest at least 15% of your pre-tax income for your retirement. Now, let me back off a little bit. There's different opinions on retirement savings and retirement planning. Why? Because we don't know whether we'll be living tomorrow or how many years we will be living. Usually how retirement planners plan for retirement savings is by taking into consideration the average life expectancy. Say for example, if the average life expectancy is 65 years and your current age is 30 years, we would be considering the remaining 35 years as your goal for saving. So whatever you save within this time would be what you would have after your retirement. So the number could be higher, the 15% tax, uh, pre-tax income that I have mentioned, it could be higher if you're behind on retirement saving. But with more time, you would need the money. You would like to want to look into investing those savings. So first step is to save for the retirement. Second step is to put them into some into a balanced low cost index fund with an intention of long term. The reason I say balanced is because you want to make sure your fluctuation rate is low because you're aiming for a a growth. You are aiming for something in the long run. If it was something for short run, I would probably say have a 100% equity, but that is not recommended. By balance, I mean having maybe 50% bonds and 50% equity makes it easier for you to have a peace of mind because say, for example, the stock market is down you're still getting some money from the bond market because it's a fixed income. Say, for example, your bond market is down, but maybe your stocks is having some capital gains or maybe it's paying you dividend monthly. So the long-term gain is to invest in a low-cost index fund. You're saving your cost. You are planning and investing and you're putting money every maybe two weeks or every month. And it keeps on growing and accumulating funds. So that is that is the way to go if you are planning for retirement. The next step would be to pay down low interest debt. In one of the first steps that I mentioned in the 
first episode was to pay down high interest debt. High interest debt is quite dangerous. That's how I see it because it can recoup all the savings that you have. It might not appear as if it's it's a lot because financial institution have their own strategy to make it feel like oh we are giving you the money. Say for example, whenever you are planning to buy an iPhone, they tell you zero dollar upfront. But does that mean you don't have to pay for the phone? Not true. The reality is you have to pay for the phone. In fact, you have to pay more than what the retail price is and over the two years and consider the inflation rate as well. The reason I am giving you this example is because we do make a lot of we take a lot of unconscious purchasing decision because of advertisement because of how it is portrayed to us. Say for example, I buy an iPhone I paid for over two years. Over time, it, it appears to be right now that it's oh, I'm just paying $50 every month, but multiply it by the 24 months that you're paying. You're paying way more than the retail price. Plus, you are thinking that oh, fifty dollar is nothing to me. It's nothing to you for your paycheck. It's it's a lot when you consider the overall total money that you're paying for a device, which may go out of uh, model because it keeps on depreciating. There's always some latest model coming on. Probably think of it in this way: pay down any low interest debt or don't go near debt at all. In addition to that, the final steps that I would probably say is if you have completed or reached to a level where you have met all the steps that I have mentioned, you can save for other goals. It's up to you to decide what to do with the leftover money. Some of us would obviously probably have a family in the future. We would have our children. There are certain things we need to worry about. Say for example, children's education. Maybe you would want to put some money into RESP. Maybe you want to save for a property down payment. Mind you, if you have a higher down payment, it makes it easier for you to buy a home. Financial institutions are willing to pre-approve you for loan. So that's also a good idea. Maybe you want to save for a vacation. After working so hard for throughout the whole year, you want your summer to be, maybe you want to go to a beach or maybe enjoy the sunset or whatever that gives you refreshment. Maybe you want to also uh, increase your retirement savings to retire early. There is this movement, I'm not sure if you guys heard, it's called FIRE, which means financial independence and retire early. That movement has gained so much traction online. There's blogs, there's podcasts, there's a Facebook group, there's Reddit group. Literally, people are excited, especially among millennials, and that's a really good sign. They want to retire early, and by retiring early, they have this mindset that I will keep on working hard and save money so that I can retire early. So they live a frugal life. They make sure they don't uh, make the bad money mistake that we do. With, with that mindset, they are thinking of the long term. They are not worrying about the short term. They're thinking, okay, I do have energy now. I'm active. I can work hard. I, I can make a lot of money right now by, by putting in my effort and the knowledge. But there might be a time when I wouldn't have that age or the energy that I have now because we would get old or mature. They're thinking of the long term and there are a lot of success stories behind it. Well, these are the steps uh, for this week thanks for joining make sure you follow this uh, podcast while you are at it if you found this valuable i would really appreciate if you tell a friend about this uh, podcast and also feel free to message me if you have any question or concern Uh, the next week's episode will be covering how to start investing as a beginner i'm sure you guys are excited about that topic all of us are and till then stay tuned and don't forget to follow